0: Richard Case.
1: Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, here we are uh, at the uh, end of uh, March, and we're still uh, processing prayer. And it's uh, we had a great discussion yesterday about uh, authenticity. Uh, yes, so sweet. Yeah, how to uh, make sure that we don't get into a formula, uh, that we... Uh, don't just give God a wish list, mm-hmm. uh, but rather uh, with just who we are and, and what's going on inside of us is come in process, uh, which by the way, is important for the community
2: mm-hmm.
1: to um, have the same heart as God. You know, and that is that I welcome you into the process of being, of being you know, God saying with me. Um, because of what he says in Romans 8 1, uh, 8, 1 and 2. Therefore, now there is no condemnation mm-hmm. for those who are in Christ Jesus, for the spirit of life has set you free from the law of sin and death. And that is that I took care of it. My righteousness covers you, and all you have to do is come be with me. Mm-hmm. and And there's no judgment at all so that as we as a body— fellowship you and your spouse you and your inner circle you and your family um you're not bringing judgment Mm -hmm. and you have to you should and you better it's rather come and and relate what's really going on um i'm not bringing any judgment all i'm gonna do is invite you to go to the one who can bring resolution Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna walk with you. So even even Linda and I, you know, because you're a couple and there's things that, you know, that are different or you have disagreements or you even uh can hurt each other, um, it's not a matter of well we'll shape up or I need to I need to fix you. It's rather if you're struggling, well let's go together to God
2: mm-hmm.
1: and share what your struggle is, you know. And and if I don't bring judgment and this is important. I had to learn this, by the way, because I was lousy at this, um, <laughs> was um, I had to create and, and promote a safe environment
2: mm-hmm.
1: so that Linda could say anything, including things that I knew, well, that's, I know that that's not really good,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but, uh, and my prior would be, well, because it's, no, it's not good, you need to. Or, you know, come on, shape up, or you shouldn't feel that. I'd say you shouldn't feel that way, you know, right? (laughs) which is is pretty, pretty crazy. Bad
3: response there. You know, pretty, pretty crazy
1: uh, per se. And it's like, no, uh, because as you, as you stay in prayer, the life of God, see, is now, and Paul says it, it's not me that lives anymore. It's Christ Mm -hmm. who lives through me. I don't lose my personality. I don't lose who I am. But the nature of Christ is now operating so that you learn. And it's not you practice, I got to do it better. It's rather I really receive his heart so that when Linda's struggling, or vice versa, um, I don't say I better not judge. It's that I don't judge. Right. Because the heart of God is now operating more and more and more and it's not i have to try to work at this
3: Mm -hmm. i
1: actually just extend it because i i now have it Um, right
3: as you're saying that even i know we're supposed to be talking about prayer and this may hijack the whole thing again
1: (laughs) it's okay we're good at this right
3: (laughs) um coming into easter i can't help but think about even as you describe that the power of what it means to be born again Mm. Um, and just even what you're describing there, um, we don't have to be, we are not who we were, you know, and, and being born again is not becoming the best of ourselves, the best of who we were meant to be. It is being born new to reflect wholly who God is and the best of him. And and that's what you're talking about there, is like a, a real transformation and, and owning that, God teaching you to own that identity as born again, meaning that you are fully covered by him and his spirit resides in you and that changes everything.
1: Yep. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about that a little bit. Um, uh, it's it's a really wonderful truth. So go, uh, first of all, let's, uh, Jesus actually refers to this whole aspect of being born again uh, to Nicodemus, go to John chapter three uh, and read verses uh, one. Um, uh, well, just go one to 17, which kind of, you know, that capstones it. but um, uh, Nicodemus was a Pharisee. Mm-hmm. And um, he's been listening to Jesus, uh, you know, uh, converse and speak. So he privately goes at night cause he said, you know, I'm not supposed to be with you, but. Right. <laughs> I got a question, <laughs> uh, so um, uh, go ahead and read uh, John 3, 1-17. through 17.
3: Sure. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. This man came to Jesus by night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher come from God, for no one can do these signs that you do unless God is with him. And Jesus answered and said to him, most assuredly I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it but cannot tell where it comes from and where it goes so is everyone who is born of the spirit nicodemus answered and said to him how can these things be and jesus answered and said to him are you the teacher of israel and do you not know these things most assuredly i say to you we speak what we know and we testify what we have seen and you do not receive our witness if I've told you earthly things and you do not believe how will you believe if I tell you of heavenly things no one has ascended to heaven but he who came down from heaven that is the son of man who is in heaven and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness even so must the son of man be lifted up that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life for god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved
1: yeah so uh nicodemus you know has been listening and he says uh uh so what's all this about Mm uh you talk about the kingdom and aren't aren't we the kingdom Um, right and he says actually um Let me give you a a simple little truth. Unless you're born again, you cannot see, experience the kingdom of God.
3: Mm.
1: Like unless you are born again. Right. You can't participate in, understand, and walk in the kingdom of God.
3: And I love the authentic dialogue here because Nicodemus just, so what in the world do you mean? I can't jump back in my mom's womb. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: what what the heck are you talking about uh, being born again? What's that all about? Um, Mm Mm-hmm. And again, this is this is this is a good illustration of uh, Nicodemus uh, was was two things that we've talked about. He boldly was talking to Christ, mm-hmm. but he was completely authentic. Is I don't have a yes. cl- I don't have a clue what you're saying, and it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and he says, uh, "Well, you have to be born of the Spirit, um, and if you're born of the Spirit, uh, then you will enter into what." the father has done which is he's giving me to you mm-hmm. um, i'm going to go to my death and give you pr- opportunity to be with me and enter into the kingdom of god um, and then you could release the problem you have which you can't get there on your own mm-hmm. it's, it's only through you know being born again um, and, and he says well why <laughs> uh, and, and he explains it um, now um, as as Nicodemus processed that further um, think about just the essence of being born again with the spirit mm-hmm. okay what caused the problem in the first place that that we death that,
3: and separation sin you know
1: <laughs> because of who Adam and Eve Mm-hmm. Um, when they when he said that if you eat of the tree uh, of the knowledge of good and evil you will surely die
0: right what,
1: what died was you lost the essence of the spirit and, right. the, and the connectivity to me now you became basically a sophisticated animal self-centered sin nature and, mm-hmm. and you are condemned to separation why well because the requirement is still holiness and you have to be perfect right. you were perfect but now you gave that up through disobedience
3: mm-hmm.
2: and
1: now you have a sin self, self-centered self nature. Right. Now he said the remedy is what I'm doing at the cross and going to do at the cross. And when you believe it, he says this in 16 and 17, if you believe it, you will be born again. Okay, what? Mm-hmm. The spirit does the what? The spirit. Is re-enters... Mm-hmm. Into the essence of who you are and now you're in a relationship with him. Okay now now just to keep this simple because I know this is where you're headed. Um, on what basis do I have relationship with him?
3: Simply on his sacrifice.
1: <laughs> he says, you can't get there. Yeah, I did it and so and he, and he attaches it to the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. When you enter in, into the kingdom, you're covered uh, with my righteousness. Mm-hmm. Um, because of nothing that you've done, it's what I've done, and I cover you with my righteousness. Okay, now Paul talks Which about even this. even as yep. you
3: say that, I'm just going to highlight, there's zero room for pride in that statement. <laughs> you know, you have nothing, you could not have done that yourself.
1: <laughs> no, and then he said if you could understand that
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and live it out, and see, that, and this is the problem with believers, is that when we come to Christ, we kind of understand that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's by faith. I Yes, I believe it. I receive Christ as my Lord and Savior. I am born. If you say, are you born again? Yeah, I am born again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Interesting enough, from that point, generally speaking, they try then to live a life of works right. to try to do it correctly instead of keep living it by just being with him in the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is really simple. Okay, so he he uh, Paul describes this a little bit uh, for us. Go to uh, Ephesians chapter 2 and read verses 1 through 10. This is a famous uh, verse that we all know, but go ahead and read the whole thing.
3: Ephesians, I'm sorry, say that again. Ephesians, Ephesians 2, 2, 1 through one 10. Through ten yeah. Sure. And you he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you were once called, according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience among whom we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature children of wrath just as the others but God who is rich in mercy because of his great love with which he loved us even when we were dead in trespasses made us alive together with Christ That we should walk in them.
1: Yeah. Uh, So he said that, um, uh, yeah, the enemy is still operating. Mm -hmm. um, And typically uh, people who haven't received me are going to be living in that difficult place separated from me. Right. He said that because of my love and what I've done, uh, I offer you to be born again
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, by grace, my love, my favor, my work. Um, And if you believe it, uh, then you will be uh, saved from being living in the world kingdom alone. Mm -hmm. And now you can live in my kingdom. And he actually says, I'm raising you up into uh, the heavenlies uh, with me to sit together with the father, which, by the way, we talked about yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, is that
3: access to the throne room through Christ that
1: you're actually there Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and the whole book of Ephesians by the way is to help us understand that heaven and earth are together
2: Mm.
1: you know it's not like when you die you go to heaven I mean you're going to go into a spiritual dimension for sure but the life is now both heaven and earth which are a unit Mm -hmm. and he says I'm raising you to that throne room to be with me and to have life because of it, um, and he says it's my work, and for you to know the exceeding riches of that, and all you got to do is come. See, mm-hmm. that's it. Uh, why? Because my righteousness covers you. Right. Not you do anything to get there. You you stay there and live there because of my righteousness. And then he says, um, it's not by works, not by you. It's a gift. Uh, in verse 10, read that again so that we understand. He said, now, by the way, once you've believed, you move into, into verse 10. What does he say?
3: For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them.
1: So he says that um, God is 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 building you. you know, the workmanship is consistent process of living the life of God, and it's a process, not an event. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've created in Christ the good works already prepared uniquely for you to do what? Walk in them.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, okay, so um, just think about that. Um, where do you have to be to walk in them? With Him. In the kingdom.
3: In the kingdom. See, yes. He
1: says, My kingdom is superior to the kingdom of the world. You're going to be in both places.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Which
1: is, by the way, why he says, hey, you're going to live in the world and you're going to have trouble.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Why? Because you're in a sinful, difficult place. uh, Surrounded by self-centered people. Right. Uh, Now, he said, the the way to enjoy life is come with me and step into the kingdom. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: when you come into the kingdom, even as a believer, uh, first of all, you have the privilege of being there just because you believe. Now stay there by doing what: surrendering your will to mine, mm-hmm. and letting me deliver the good works. The good works meaning what I planned ahead of time, not not you working at it. Right. It's for you joining me in what I'm about ready to to show you, uh, and I've already prepared it ahead of time. And you got to stay there by faith, and remember, you surrender your will to my will, which mm-hmm. is if you're going to be in my kingdom, you got to let me be king. Uh, all right. Now, a couple things, and we'll come back to Ephesians. But go over to Romans. Um, uh, go to chapter eight, and just read verses one and two. And this is this is an important element of being in the kingdom.
3: Sure.
1: Romans eight one and two.
3: There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but walk according to the Spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death.
1: Okay, so he said, um, when you are in Christ, in the kingdom, uh, you're not going to experience any judgment, any condemnation, because of what? What I've done for you Mm -hmm. is my righteousness covers you, and I just say, let's go, Christ Christ speaking. Uh, Let's go, and you Mm -hmm. don't have to go do anything other than just come with me. Right. why because there's no condemnation there and i'm not i'm not gonna hammer you it's like okay great now that you're here with your authentic heart yeah i know you're struggling yeah i know you have unforgiveness yeah i know you mm-hmm. you're, you you struggle being able to follow i get it just come with me and I'll, I'll i'll work it through with you uh stay with me okay now um go to uh romans 8 5 to eight he said by the way as a believer there is an issue uh what does he say in, in uh, five to eight romans uh, yes. eight five to eight
3: for those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh but those who live according to the spirit the things of the spirit for to be carnally minded is death but to be spiritually minded is life and peace because the carnal mind is enmity against God for it is not subject to the law of God nor indeed can be so then those who are in the flesh cannot please God
1: yeah, he's talking to believers mm-hmm. um, he said that, uh, if you come with me and follow the life of the spirit, and remember, mm-hmm. it's real simple. I'm in the kingdom. Why? Because I've said I'm following you spiritually, and I'm going to surrender my will to your will because you're the king. Right. And I'll go, and you'll walk me into it, and and you don't even care that I'm 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 struggling or having trouble or I'm not quite there yet. He said that's okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Just
1: come with me. But if you if you go back to your flesh, and flesh is I decide on my own. Mm -hmm. I'm not following your will, I'm following mine. And going back
3: to self, self self-importance. He said, said, you
1: put to death again the Spirit,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: you're at enmity against me and you cannot please me. Uh, Okay, now let's jump over to Galatians chapter uh, 5, 1 to 4, just to put a capstone on that, then we'll come back. Uh, Galatians 5, 1 to to 4.
3: Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty by which Christ has made us free and do not be entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Indeed, I, Paul, say to you that if you become circumcised, Christ will profit you nothing. And I testify again to every man who becomes circumcised that he is a debtor to keep the whole law. You have become estranged from Christ, you who attempt to be justified by the law, for you have fallen from grace. For we, through the Spirit, eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness by faith.
1: Yeah, so he says, if you um, go to law, and law mm-hmm. is I decide what I think I need to do. Like, And we've talked about even prayer. I've decided this is my system of prayer
2: mm-hmm.
1: or system of abiding. I, I do a system. He says you've actually set a, a law, a rule,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you've lost the essence of the relationship. And he said the two consequences are uh, when you do that, you're obligated to keep everything. And you've gone back to not being born again. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean you've lost your salvation. It just means you're operating back under the requirement that you got to be perfect. You said then you're obligated, right. to, like, obligated to keep the whole law. And you've severed, the word there is you've severed the relationship with Christ and you've fallen from grace, mm. which we just read in Ephesians, is the, a great favor that I've given to you with the privilege of just, just coming to be with me. Right. And you walked away from it. Uh, now, you're born again, but you're acting as if you're not. Mm-hmm. um and uh and you've lost that essence of, of the life okay uh so that we understand that now let's go back to Ephesians and we'll go to chapter four um uh, and then uh, read verses uh 17 through 24. Sure. 4 to 17 and 24.
3: This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord, that you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk, in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the blindness of their heart, and who, being past feeling, have given themselves over to lewdness, to work all uncleanness and greediness. But you have not so learned Christ, if indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, As the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning your former conduct the old man, which grows corrupt according to deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that you may put on the new man, which was created according to God in true righteousness and holiness.
1: Okay. Uh, So he says that um, don't walk in an ignorant way. Now, remember, he's talking to believers here. Mm Mm-hmm. He's saying, don't go walking back in an ignorant way where you think you know your own path. Right. But rather, uh, he says, um, stay in the truth and put away the old man
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and come and be with Christ and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And he said the new man is created according to uh, what God is working in righteousness and holiness Mm
3: -hmm.
1: okay on what basis do you receive christ's holiness and righteousness
3: on his sacrifice it's all based on jesus
1: yeah Yeah. so uh when he's saying that uh uh, being born again is really about um i did the work Mm -hmm. i've extended it to you you did believe it he said now you still got an issue Uh, as a believer Mm -hmm. Uh, it's called the sin nature
3: right
1: is that sin nature when you become a believer is that eradicated and you're and you're perfect no no he said now it's a walk daily walk. and i self take up the cross follow me he says daily you have to surrender and stay in my kingdom which is what he Mm -hmm. referred to with nicodemus you'll you'll experience the kingdom in the fullness of being born again. And he basically is saying, stay there. Right. On what basis? Just come be with me. That's it. Mm-hmm. Just cross that line. I surrender my will. I'm going to follow you. And I'm coming, by the way, with struggles. I'm coming right. with imperfection. I'm. He says, I place my new man on top of you and mm-hmm. give you the privilege to come and then start to enjoy the fullness of life. By the way, how? prayer right dialogue processing on based on what let's talk about everything yeah Inclu- love including your stuff go ahead
3: as you, you know this passage I love that you brought this into the discussion because he gives a really graphic description of what walking in self looks like right so if we ever get tempted and we all do by the way but if we ever get tempted to say I'm gonna do it my way if you read this passage and you hear how he describes the my way, walking in darkness, yeah. you can't see anything, right. you're in ignorance, you're blindness of the heart, um, that may just self-correct right there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Do you really wanna be described as that?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so the uh, the privilege of being able to pray to God and be with him is his work, he covers you immediately with his righteousness, there's no condemnation. Come with your authentic uh, heart um, and you have the new man that is now enjoying the privilege of that life that grows deeper and deeper and deeper. And by the way, it's it's not something that you earn or I I build up credits for Mm
2: -hmm. so
1: that that's what explains why certain people and we know pastors that seem like they were just having a wonderful time with God and they fall off a cliff with, you know, um, adultery or, or something else,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, what happened? Well, they walked away, see. Right. And, they, and it wasn't like I, I build up all these credits and I coast. It's no, you got to stay it's in a the— daily it's walk. It's a daily yeah. stay in the kingdom. And the privilege, privilege of prayer is um, he just says, just walk with me. There's no timeline to it. I'll resolve it all including the stuff going on inside your heart, it's okay. And, and our ministry is we all we can do is invite you to that because we have nothing to tell you you should do at all. It's just why don't, why don't we just walk together with God
2: mm-hmm. in his
1: righteousness, in his kingdom, and enjoy the privilege of that. And that's, and that's what we're trying to help everybody with. So we'll, we'll uh, continue this as we talk more about prayer, but I'm glad you actually took us on a little detour about that Uh, that um, it's all of his work Mm -hmm. and the privilege of his work and all we have to do is just have a heart to stay with him and he does, he does everything, you know, which even, including even changes our hearts toward the Absolutely. issues we got. So God I mean,
3: that's the whole, that's the transformation, right? All right. Thanks right. so much for going on that detour with me. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and for sharing. And thank you for joining us, everyone. If you have questions, be sure to send them in to questions at afjministry.com. And we'd love to have them on here.
0: Yep. Have we'll a great soon. afternoon, yep. everybody. All right. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See